Welcome to the We Fish ASA podcast. I am Dave Kranz. This podcast is brought to you by the proud industry members of the American Sport Fishing Association. I would like to thank Calcutta, an outdoor company that builds gear and apparel for those with a passion for the outdoors. St. Croix, the best rods on earth. And Daiwa, they've got your bass covered. My first guest today is Jesse Simpkins from St. Croix. He is the Vice President of Marketing. He's gonna tell us about a special rod that St. Croix has made to help veterans. And then I'm gonna talk to Mike Leonard. He's gonna give us a legislative update. He is the Vice President of Governmental Affairs for the American Sport Fishing Association. He's gonna talk to us about what we can do to help them make sure we stay on the water, have accessible areas to fish. And then this man's been on before. He is the owner of Missile Baits. He's a professional bass fisherman fishing the Bassmaster Elites. He's a family guy. He's a proud American. He is Mr. John Cruz, my friend. He's going to tell us uh, what's going on in his world. But first, and as always, this segment of the We Fish ASA podcast is brought to you by St. Croix. The best rods on earth. I'd like to welcome Jesse Simpkins. How you doing, Jesse? I'm doing fine, Dave. How are you today? I am doing good. For those of you that haven't heard Jesse before, he's been on several times before. He is the vice president of marketing with St. Croix. The best rods on earth. And today, one of the things I'd like to talk to him about is you guys just did a special rod for the vets. Let's talk a little bit about that. Sure. You know, um, like a lot of companies, St. Croix uh, has... Uh, what we like to deem a corporate giving program. Uh, last year, right, we did a special triumph rod for casting for recovery, which was the breast cancer um, group that, that um, takes women out who are post-operative and, and gets them out fishing because that motion, right, helps break down scar tissue, gets them engaged, et cetera. Well, this year, um, we decided to do something on Veterans Day, uh, and we used a premier rod because it's built right here in Park Falls. And we um, have tangibility to two different veteran groups through our family members, our staff. Um, one being wounded warriors in action, right? And the other being Operation Healing Heroes or Take of That Fishing. Um, Andy Hendrickson works with Wounded Warriors in Action, and Jay Garstecki works with Operation Healing Heroes. And we thought this year it would be great to be able to build some rods, um, and then we sell them directly through our, our site. Um, and we give money to each one of these organizations, and uh, the expectation is that when we sell through all 1,000 rods, um, we'll give $40,000 a piece to each Wounded Warrior in Action and Take a Vet Fishing. Um, we've done a good job so far. We've got a little bit farther to go uh, in order to hit those goals. But, you know, really the thing is we want to take care of people um, the way that we've been taken care of by the angling community, and that is to give back when we can. And mark my words, um, St. Croix makes absolutely no money on this. Um, we cover the cost of the rod. We cover the cost of the shipping. After that, every penny is going to these two wonderful organizations. Absolutely. I like what you said about the breaking down the scar tissue for the breast cancer survivors, how it's therapeutic for them. There's scar tissue for the vets, too, only it's different. There's scar tissue for those of us that, that just work 40 hours a week. Therapeutic is probably one of the best things fishing is for all of us. 
It really is. And, and you know, I'm glad you brought that up because we actually hosted a group of veterans here just before um, the program that we ran on Veterans Day. And, you know, they told us specifically that if it wasn't for fishing and being able to do two things, A, gather their thoughts in an activity that gives them a, a chance for peace, right? Peace of mind. And the community in which fishing um, creates allows them to have other like-minded or like-experienced people, right, to be able to share this with. Um, And we find those to be terribly important. And that's why we do programs like this, to make sure that we're helping those who can use fishing to create peace in their minds, create the ability to interact you know, those are the things that give us, uh, especially in this season uh, of giving in the holiday, um, a feeling of, of worth within this community. Yeah, yeah, and it's always good. Like, like you said, most companies have some type of uh, giving back to their community or giving back uh, uh, to their customer base and their families. Uh, Saint Croix is is a family organization. I have enjoyed being involved with them for decades and decades. But uh, I I think it's great the ones that you pick because they're they they hit home with almost everybody. And and fishing is something that brings us all together. Uh, being being involved with the American Sports Fishing Association, every industry that's in our business, I don't think the listeners realize what a a close-knit family it is. It's a big business, but it's a small industry in terms of the people. That is absolutely true, and it rings true. Um, Dave, I've been fortunate enough to be doing this for almost 30 years, and uh, some of the best people I've known that I still have, as I consider friends, came from my working in this industry, and that's because we have a shared passion. You know that love of either getting ourselves out and enjoying the activity, or getting others involved in it. Yeah, and I think that's why people want to get on it. We've done segments before about how to get into the sport fishing industry, and and uh, it is a great industry to work in. It and and not. I would say most of the people that get into this industry, they don't do it chasing the dollar. They're chasing the dream. Absolutely right. It fulfills us in so many ways. And, uh, you know, that's why, you know, we work with ASA because they're uh, so like-minded in continuing to ensure that we have clean waters, right? Access to fisheries, all those things. And I know you had uh, Mike Leonard on um at one point and you know all these people have one thing in mind right and that's to make sure that every angler out there has the opportunity to go fishing to experience the the joy of being on the water right and the experience of catching and enjoying a fish yeah and the hours spent outdoors, uh, in nature, what you get to see besides the fishing, the time you get to spend either by yourself or with a friend or multiple friends or family, can you even even put a figure on that of what that's worth to, uh, to our mental well-being? I don't think so. No, you're absolutely right. You can't put a figure on that. No, it, it's good and it's fun. And for uh, those of you that haven't tried fishing, you got to do it. You got to uh, get out there and uh, you can learn a lot about the fishing industry by going to keepamericanfishing.org and, and 
they'll tell you how to help the industry. They'll they'll tell you about the industry. Uh, there's a lot of avenues to to go and and learn fishing. So many park districts and conservation areas and sporting groups and and companies like St. Croix have organized organized events every year. Uh, it's not hard to find them. You can, you can track them down and see. But if you if you haven't gone fishing probably the best thing to do is you see that neighbor that pulls in his yard with his boat or puts it in his garage or loading rods into the back of his truck go talk to him if you got kids that want to go i'm going to guess jesse that about a thousand percent of us if somebody asked us to help them go fishing we'd say yes oh heck yeah you know why not only does it help us continue to foster the sport but guess what selfishly I get to go fishing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is true. I mean, you you get you get to get out there. You get to go. I I guide, and part of that is the fact that it allows me to be on the water. And and I just love educating people, teaching people about the passion that I have. And just like you do, we all do. We're we're in this industry for for the right reason. Saint Croix is uh, doing the right thing. It's been a family run organization uh, for many many years. I know the family's the board now, and and not in their day-to-day positions, but they've picked the right people to take their positions. They do a great job, and I'm very proud to have them as a sponsor. And uh, St. Croix was the first sponsor that came on board. Really? Outstanding. I'm I'm glad that we did. Yes, I am glad that you did, too, and I truly appreciate it. And appreciate this update on the the rods. I'm sure there'll be one next year, and uh, we'll talk about that one. I'm sure there will be, and in the meantime, you know, um, we have our great holiday sale coming up um, for anybody that has any desire to get a good deal on the uh, St. Croix Rods, look at our factory store website. There you go. There you go. I appreciate it, Jesse. We'll be having you back on soon, and uh, appreciate what you do for us. Thanks so much, Dave. Thank you to you and everybody there. No problem. That was Jesse Simpkins, Vice President of Marketing for St. Croix, the best rods on earth. This is the Weepfish ASA podcast. I am Dave Kranz. We'll be right back after these messages. Probably one of the number one questions I get, you know, what line do I use? That's a big debate. For every tour out there, everybody's debating. Which line? I choose the simple side. My choice of line is sunline. My favorite lines to use is sunline. How all can you use it? Anywhere you want to. Anywhere there's water and bass, it's good. Walleye, catfish, trout, speckled trout, sharks. There we go. I don't say this unless I think it's true, but honestly, it's the best in the market. Daiwa, MagForce Z. Similar in design to our SV system. Rules with MagForce Z excel when it comes to casting control while fishing bigger, heavier baits. Our standard reels have a fixed rotor on the spool, meaning the braking pressure is consistent across the entirety of the cast. MagForce Z incorporates a spool that has a dynamic rotor that can adjust out and back from the spool. This gives you maximum control and casting precision. Daiwa. For over 75 years here at St. Croix, we believe every angler deserves the best fishing experience possible, and being equipped and prepared for the moment opportunity strikes. You can only provide control if you are in control. Our legacy is being written every day, with decisions today determining our successes tomorrow. We value contributions and successes of all individuals, protecting and preserving the things that matter most, taking care of people like family, the persistent pursuit of perfection, St. Croix. 
Welcome back to the Wheatfish ASA podcast. I am Dave Kranz, and this segment is brought to you by Calcutta, an outdoor company that builds gear and apparel for those with a passion for the outdoors. My next guest has been on quite a few times before. He gives us a legislative update from the American Sport Fishing Association, and he gives it with passion. Welcome back to the program, Mike Leonard. Thanks, Dave. Glad to be on again. Giving it with passion. All right. The bar's been set high. Let's see. Well, <laughs> that's easy for you to do because I think you're passionate about what you do for the industry and what you really do for everybody in the outdoors. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, the policy stuff, um, it's its messy and contentious and the stuff about fishing that people don't want to think about. You know, people tend to want to go fishing to get away from life's problems. And that's what I work on is all the problems with fisheries management and conservation. But um yeah, it's all all for uh, you know what I like to think are the right reasons, making sure people still have the opportunities and the resources taken care of and access is available. And always an industry, we got plenty of things to keep us on our toes. There's uh, lots of challenges going on out there. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll stay busy for a while. I think I don't think this stuff's going to go away, away anytime soon. Okay, so what's on the top of the list that people should be concerned with? Yeah, well, I think we've covered this in the past, but I've been at ASA for about 14 years, and the biggest issue, the most precedent-setting, most consequential issue that has come across uh, over that time, um, we, we learned about last summer, and it uh, deals with white whales, of all things, and um, this proposal by the National Marine Fishery Service to essentially take the Atlantic coast from Massachusetts down to Central Florida and make it off limits to any boat larger than 35 feet for about half the year. Um, they, they call it a vessel speed restriction, but it's essentially, you know, you have to go so slow that there's no point in even trying to go offshore. Um, all for something that happens so extremely rarely that, um, you know, you talk to most fishing captains that say, I've been doing this for 40 years and I've never seen a right whale, much less hit one. Um, so that's uh, a huge challenge. It's a regulatory proposal that the National Marine Fisheries Service put forward in, last summer, and it's yet to be finalized. We're hearing um, a final rule will probably come out this winter. We don't know exactly what it'll look like, if it'll be the same thing that they proposed before, or if they'll be you know, sort of tinkering around the, the margins or, or what. But uh, we spent a lot of time working with members of Congress to raise, aware of this, uh, raise awareness of this problem. We've, of course, met with uh, folks in the administration about it um, to let them know that uh, this would have a massive catastrophic impact on coastal communities, um, really up and down the coast. But if you think of all the manufacturing of fishing tackle and boats that are used in uh, offshore trips along the Atlantic coast and the, the ripple effect um, would be massive. And, uh, yeah, I mean, people seem to hear our concerns and uh, recognize that this was uh, developed in a really poorly thought through way. Um, that uh, wasn't based on good science or best available information and uh, way overreaction to the, the very small risk that uh, smaller boats pose to these endangered whales. And um, hopefully we'll, we'll see some resolution, but there's a bunch of bills in Congress. There's uh, uh, appropriations, riders, um, uh, resolutions, all sorts of things, um, bipartisan pushing back against this very uh, this, this regulation that uh, we expect to come out pretty soon. So, uh, again, I know for, for folks in other parts of the country that might not uh, spend a whole lot of time in larger vessels on the uh, Atlantic coast, um, might not think of this as an important issue, but it's um, the, the precedent that would be set here of, you know, anytime there's any sort of interaction with uh, an endangered species, the idea that we're just going to shut down 
fishing or any sort of human activities response um, could really have a major impact in a lot of other ways that could impact just about all fishing. So it's really important that we get this right the first time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, you gotta gotta have uh, have uh, all the ducks in a row. To, to, to setting a precedent is a big big thing in every piece of legislation. So, what what else do we have that uh, people uh, should be concerned about or happy about that? Yeah, I guess we'll shift to the happy stuff. There's a couple of bills uh, working their way through Congress um, that uh, you know I think would do a lot of good for public land management, for access, for people's ability to know where and how uh, to find places to fish. Um, and I'll mention up front, and I know you've been great about plugging this in the past, if folks want more information on any of these bills or any of the issues that are going on that, that might impact them, we've got a angler advocacy website it's keepamericafishing.org where um, not only can you learn about these issues but we make it super simple and easy where if you want to contact your member of congress and ask them to co-sponsor uh, or support these bills as they're coming up for votes um you know just a few clicks you, you can make that contact so you can learn about all these issues on on keep america fishing just wanted to get that plug in before i forget but, absolutely um, no keep org, and i would encourage every listener to help the industry uh it doesn't matter whether it's in the great lakes or the atlantic or the pacific or the gulf of mexico it's all very important keep org is the place to be updated what else yeah, we got absolutely. Right? yeah so there's um a couple bills that we have information on keep america fishing one of them is called america's outdoor recreation act there's a that's that's the Senate version. Not to get too wrapped around the, the details. There's a House version of this bill. It's going to be uh, coming out this week called the Explore Act um, that deals with federal lands. So anyone that's um, fished or, or recreated in any national parks or U.S. Forest Service property or Bureau of Land Management, uh, National Wildlife Refuge, that's all managed by um, the federal government, the Department of Interior, the Department of Agriculture. And uh, there's a, a package of a bunch of different um, legislative provisions dealing with um, how these lands are managed, how recreation is or isn't prioritized, uh, permitting for guides, uh, incentivizing broad brand connectivity. So you can look at your you know, favorite fishing app uh, and figure out um, what's going on around you. Um, a lot of different things all sort of around the theme of how do we modernize and make our federal lands more accessible and uh, better places to recreate um, that uh, has bar- broad bipartisan support. Um, one of the beauties of it is that it doesn't cost anything. You know, there's there's no uh, issue of how are we going to pay for all this stuff we're trying to do. It's all just you know, policy improvements and, like I said, prioritizing, streamlining, that type of thing. Um, so that's, uh, we're excited to see that that's already moved out of a, a Senate committee. It's getting ready to get introduced in the house, um, by the chairs, the top Democrats and Republicans on, on both of the committees of jurisdiction. So again, something that didn't, in these divisive times where everyone's, um, they're sort of uh, going back into their corners and, and criticizing <laughs> and attacking and not working together, outdoor recreation does seem to be one of those few places where, um, we can still draw, draw that bipartisan attention so so that's a great one and then one last one i'll mention real quick is um a bill we were really excited to, to work with a bunch of other organizations like the the teddy roosevelt conservation partnership on it's called the map waters act there was a bill last congress called the map lands act that dealt more with um the terrestrial um uh mapping this is this map waters bill is dealing more with uh, the aquatic side of things but mm. essentially tells federal land management agencies to digitize um, and uh, make um, sort of consolidate and it's easy to access 
information on uh, fishing access sites, um, any sort of regulations dealing with you know, where and how you can take a boat, um, uh, no wake zones, you know, everything to do with sort of uh, spatial access and then spatial regulations on any federal lands. So any uh, fishing app or marine electronics, anything where you're using mapping, uh, this should help make any sort of federal data a lot more easily accessible uh, ultimately to make sure you know where you can go, you're complying with regulations, and uh, to find places you want to fish um, even better and easier. Um, another one that's bipartisan supporting both the House and Senate that we're, we're excited to see move forward. That is awesome. And if you can't be together on the outdoor industry, what can you be? Mike Leonard, thanks for a legislative update again. It won't be the last time I call on you to give me one. I truly appreciate it. Absolutely. Happy to do it. Thanks, Dave. Oh, no problem. That was Mike Leonard, Vice President of Governmental Affairs for the American Sport Fishing Association. I am Dave Kranz, and this segment of the We Fish ASA podcast was brought to you by Calcutta, an outdoor company that builds gear and apparel for those with a passion for the outdoors. We will be right back after these messages. Calcutta Outdoors, from bluegill to bluefin, Calcutta Outdoors has the innovative outdoor recreational brands that consumers are looking for. We offer a wide range of trusted products, from fishing rods, combos, and tackle to coolers, drinkware, outdoor apparel, and marine accessories. Calcutta Outdoors. I'm professional angler Kevin Van Dam, and people always ask me, what's the best and easiest way to catch fish? Well, that's simple. Keep our waterways clean and free of litter. You know, tossing your worn out lures in the lake is not a winning move. Pitch them in the trash. Do your part and join me. Visit keepamericafishing.org and pledge to pitch it. Iowa, our SV system is made with one thing in mind, casting control. The design of the spool as well as how the spool interacts with the braking system gives maximum control and ease of use when it comes to situations people might generally struggle with. Whether it's casting lightweight baits, skipping, pitching, casting into the wind, or even if you're just getting accustomed to a bait casting reel, SV is designed to help you excel. When set properly, SV reels virtually eliminate backlashes. Daiwa. Welcome back to the We Fish ASA podcast. I am Dave Kranz, and this podcast is brought to you by the proud industry members of the American Sport Fishing Association. I thank them every week. They do a great job for me. Today, I get the pleasure of talking to the owner of Missile Baits, professional bass fisherman. He fishes the Bassmaster Elites. He's a family guy and proud American. Welcome back, my friend, John Cruz. Dave, thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate that. That was quite an intro. Well, you know what? I think it's the way you introduced yourself on your Facebook, and I like it. I think it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think yeah, it's absolutely. awesome. You, you wear absolutely. a lot of hats. You wear a lot of hats in the industry. You're a busy man. I uh, definitely appreciate your time. Uh, give me a little update. What What are you fishing this year? What's your schedule like for 2024? Oh, 2024 is going to be an awesome year. I'm really looking forward to it. You know, as far as the Bassmaster Elite Series goes, we we switched up, um, you know, kind of like the, the order of which we're going. We've been starting in Florida a number of years, which is, you know, typically, you know, you want to kind of follow the weather for, for the tournaments. And, and that's kind of what we've done. But we're, we're starting down in Texas for the first two in February, late February, early March. Uh, Toledo Bend and Lake Fork, so that's going to be two slugfests right out of the gate. And then, uh, then we got a little break for the Bassmaster Classic in, in March, 
down there in Tulsa, which I will not be fishing, but I will absolutely be attending. Uh, that to be, uh, People say it's the Super Bowl of bass fishing. It is the Super Bowl of bass fishing, but if you're not in it, it is the mecca of bass fishing. It is like where all people that, that love, eat, sleep, breathe bass fishing, they all go there for that one week and converge on uh, this year. We're converging on Tulsa, which is going to be a lot of fun. And then uh, then we kind of go into Florida in, in uh, April, uh, going back to the uh, St. John's River, which I, which I, a place I love and I'm looking forward to. And then we go to the Harris Chain and then kind of bounce around uh, from there, kind of traveling our way back up north. So it's going to be a lot of fun from the angling perspective. I'm going to be running the new Best Cat uh, Caracal STS, brand new model. I'll pick that up here in uh, early January and get that bad boy all all rigged up. So I have a little uh, little new action to to uh, to take out there on the road with me. There you go. Yeah, it takes a lot of work to rig a boat and get ready for fishing. Everybody uh, sees uh, sees it uh, all the fun stuff. They don't see all the work. And and uh, I remember uh, one of the guys said you uh, he was a truck driver and and he told me he goes you you guys run around the country. He goes you're like professional truck drivers. The amount of miles you have to put on to get to your job. <laughs> that's an accurate statement. Uh, a bunch of years ago, that's what I remember. Marty Stone used to say that. He used to say, "He said, yeah, you know, we're just glorified truck drivers, and we just get to fish when we go where get where we're going." So I, I always thought that was funny. Yep, it is, and they uh, they are accurate on that. So yeah, the, the Bassmaster Classic is always fun to attend, and I always uh, uh, love to go there and cover it as media, and uh, have had the pleasure uh, of being in the tunnel a couple of times, taking pictures, getting to talking to those that qualify, and it's always fun to see them before they go on stage and it's, it's kind of an interesting uh, perspective that that i get to see with the the media badge being able to do that and uh but but you're right i i remember last year at knoxville i just got pushed through the aisles it, it was crazy how many people and how many families were there people plan a vacation on this people with strollers and kids and they're, they're carrying kids and walking with kids but it it is truly a family event it, it really is. It's it's a lot of fun. I mean, there's a, you know, like you said, there's a ton of families, and that's a that's a really neat aspect of it. It seems like you know a lot of a lot of families they'll you know they'll go to the launch one day, and then and then come straight to the expo, and then the next day they'll skip the launch and then go to the uh, you know go just to the expo and to the one of the weigh-ins, and uh, you know sometimes they'll they'll go to the launch in the morning and then and then just go straight to the weigh-in after they have some lunch or you know see something in this so it's it's, a, it's just a neat neat uh environment and, and everybody that's there you know everybody that's filling up the the hallways or the restaurants or the bars or what have you they're all you know everybody's talking fishing and that's the that's a really neat part of it nothing wrong with that how about uh i'm sure you've been keeping your eye on the qualifiers for the elites for next year how about all these young guns that are coming to to take your spot yeah, I, I think I think it's funny. You know, I saw somebody comment where they're talking about, um, you know, the, the the sport of bass fishing the other day, and they said, uh, being this the, the the sport talking about the sport of bass fishing, the sport is uh, is not doing anything for the young people. And I said, well, if it's not, how come nine out of the ten qualifiers for the elite series are under uh, under thirty years old? So, uh, it, you know, they, I mean, they've got, we've got, you know, Trey McKinney, 18 years old, qualified for the Elite Series. Uh, we've got guys that are, uh, you know, they, they, I think the, um, Tyler Williams is 21. 
21 yeah. years old yeah. and uh, on the elite series already. So it's, man, the, the average age is, is coming down. The sport of fishing, I think, is growing. It's, it's very popular. High school tournaments are unbelievably popular and college tournaments are, are getting bigger and bigger every year. It, 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 we're going in the right direction. I think we're doing a lot of good things, but definitely we, we still as a, as a whole have, have work to do. Oh, yeah, plenty of work to do, but it's, and, and part of it is the cost of everything is so expensive, but that's not just our sport. That's anything you want to put your grocery, kids into. Go to the grocery store, Dave. The I know. The cost of everything is up through the roof. Um, you just have to kind of pick your poison. I think that uh, what's happening is a lot of people are still spending the same amount of money. They're just not able to get as much. So that's where you know, the diehards like me and you, I'm still, I'm still buying all the, all the fishing lures that I need. That's, that's no, no problem. I may have to cut back on, uh, uh on what I eat or eating out or something like that, but I'm not cutting back on, on how many fishing lures I buy. And, uh, <laughs> we know a lot of those hardcore anglers are the same way. Yep. Fishing lures. I, and, and this time of year, uh, a lot of these guys are, are hunting, you know, they like that break for their, their deer hunting. And in sure. the spring, sometimes it's hard to get guests for this program because they're out in the Turkey woods. And, uh, I would say every fisherman, out there at every level has a passion for the sport. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a, there is a lot of uh, crossover, uh, not, not only with the pro anglers, but with, um, you know, weekend anglers, they enjoy that time in the woods, uh, you know, deer hunting or, uh, or whatever else they might want to do predator hunting and, and that kind of stuff is, is popular as well. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I'll do it too. I did it, did it last week. I had some, uh, a couple days out in the woods, uh, chasing those white tailed deer. I never saw a, a buck big enough this year to, to shoot, but um, but I saw a lot of deer and saw a lot of wildlife, and it was it was nice being outside. I love uh, I love being you know whether on the water or in the woods. I just I like being out there. But but I'm probably like you, Dave. I'm I'm getting charged up to to get back out on the water here pretty soon. Absolutely, and I want to hear about your sponsors. But first, I have to take a break for my sponsors, and I'll be back with more John Cruz in just a minute. This is the We Fish ASA podcast, and I am David Kranz. You know, when I look at the tournaments I've won, probably four or five of the boats that I've won have been on a tube. But I had completely gotten away from flipping a tube because nobody nobody made one soft enough. Big bite has come with this new tour series of baits. The thing that's probably the most unique is when you look at that bait, the salt just rolls out of it. And to me, that is the reason a fish bites a tube and hangs on to it. This isn't one of those, let's go out and catch some smallmouth tube. This is a let's get it done tube. St. Croix, crafting the best rods on earth takes a team effort. Takes a lot of hands to produce a St. Croix fishing rod, 32 to be exact. Every rod we manufacture is carefully crafted, assembled, and tested by passionate professionals who want to ensure you have the best fishing experience possible. St. Croix, the best rods on earth. Iowa, our SV system is made with one thing in mind, casting control. The design of the spool, as well as how the spool interacts with the braking system, gives maximum control and ease of use when it comes to situations people might generally struggle with. Whether it's casting lightweight baits, skipping, pitching, casting into the wind, or even if you're just getting accustomed to a bait casting reel, SV is designed to help you excel. When set properly, SV reels virtually eliminate backlashes. Daiwa. Welcome back to the We Fish ASA podcast. I am Dave Kranz and I am back talking with John Cruz again. How you doing, John? 
doing great, Dave. Uh, you know, I love love talking fishing. I love talking about uh, this the upcoming year and what we all have exciting. So, uh, so yeah, it's it's always always good. It is, and uh, tell me a little bit about who keeps you on the water. You got some sponsors. Let's talk about them so you can give them some credit. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I mentioned Basscat earlier. Be picking up my new Basscat. Got the. Uh, the Caracal STS with the Mercury 250 on the back. So I'm, I'm excited. It's basically the, you know, for the last two years, I've run the Puma STS, and that's a 20 foot, seven inch wide body bass boat that, that still runs good, unbelievably soft ride. I, I, I mean, I, th- I think it's all around the best bass boat I've ever been in. But when Bass Guy comes out with something new in the 20 foot range, uh, I feel obligated to run that so that I can do videos uh you know like i do on youtube for for you know kind of all the products that i that i run and, and talk about uh so I, i'm going to do that again uh this year with this with the new caracal sts kind of show everybody the ins and outs of that boat it is five inches shorter so it's 20 feet two inches but it is still a wide body boat a different hull under it so i'm going to be curious to see how i've heard a lot of good things about the people that have ridden in it a lot of people saying real positive things so I'm, I'm excited to get in there and, um, you know, get it chock full of all my, all my spro baits and missile baits and caching rods and all that kind of stuff, load it up and then uh, get out there and run it around and then be able to show people and tell people exactly what is uh, what that thing is all about. But we're going to have possibly some new uh, some new people to represent here coming up in 24. Don't have any formal announcements yet, but one of the uh, one of the things that I, I can talk about is that the new fish long um live well additive it is a it is a uh, com- compression air compression system that compresses the air and filters out some of the nitrogen in the air so that you're injecting uh, uh, nanoparticle air bubbles which is something you know tiny tiny bubbles that fish can absorb into the water so that your live well water can become super saturated with oxygen and they will have a much much better uh, live well experience and be able to recover much quicker so uh, that that fish lung system uh, they're just now hitting the market here this fall and they're going to be available next year uh there's going to be a couple different manufacturers going to have those as factory options uh but you can you can definitely go to fishlung.com and and you check out my social media i'll be putting out more videos uh, about how that thing works that is really really a neat innovative um device that you that you mount in there in, in your boat and uh, help help out the fish as you uh, transport them around. But uh, other than that, uh, we got like I said, I, I think I've got one one new thing. I can't can't announce anything yet, but we'll uh, we'll see how that turns out here pretty soon. And uh, we'll definitely be making making that announcement. But you know, just the other companies that that I run with, just whether it's Sunline or Gamakatsu, um, you know, those the striker striker makes. The, the most amazing outerwear. Uh, it's the best rain suit I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they actually absolutely dominate up there in the uh, ice fishing world. There's there's three main players in the ice fishing world, and, and Striker is one of them. They've they've only been around since 2009, so it didn't take them long to kind of uh, come out with a superior product. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely happy to be running all their open water uh gear as they call it for us uh us bass fishermen they call us open <laughs> water not not ice water uh so i think that's kind of i think that's kind of funny but yeah it's uh that's kind of how this this world works uh, you know in the bass fishing world and being able to to promote and talk about the companies that you're you're affiliated with but but also um using our platform to to, to do good things and we've 
We're going to have another awesome um, plan for the month of April, which is the Autism Awareness Month. Uh, for the uh, last 10 plus years, I think it's going on 15 now, we always have some sort of program or some initiative each April in order to help raise awareness and raise some, raise some funds for autism awareness. We're going to do that again this year. Uh, so just stay tuned for exactly what that's going to look like. Uh, I think we're going to be actually doing a few things for some caretakers, which is a little bit different. Uh, we have not had that, that angle on anything. It's just been all about awareness and uh, you know, generating money for uh, for certain different programs. But we're going to do some things for some caretakers, which is a big part of what happens with, uh, with people with autism and other uh, disabilities. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of good stuff that we do here uh, from, from the fishing and the platform we get through, uh, through Bassmaster and the other, uh, the other media. Yeah, yeah, a lot of good visibility, great opportunities there for uh, charitable work like you do, as well as representing yourself and your sponsors and your brand, and, and that's good. Speaking of brand, how about Muscle Baits? See, anything uh, new and exciting, you always seem to have, it seems like every four to six months, Missile Baits has something new coming out. You're right, we do. We have something, uh, I'll put in air quotes, uh, big coming out in December we'll be making an announcement you'll uh, you'll be able to see it firsthand there at the uh, at the big rock show the first uh, first weekend and in January we're going to be debuting it right around the first of the year it is uh, something big we have coming from uh, missile baits or maybe it's missile jigs maybe it's one, maybe it's one or the other um, so keep an eye out for that we'll have, we'll have an announcement here uh, next couple of weeks kind of uh, explaining and talking about and educating people on what, we, what we've got coming and, and what it's all about. So uh, so stay tuned for that. And then, uh, then you know, we're going to have some new things coming for the Bassmaster Classic. So those are, uh, we got a couple projects in the works, and one of them I really, really, really want to debut there. I think it's going to go over tremendously, and that is uh, something I'm working on. I got to call and beat on those, uh, beat on those people here uh, when we get off the phone. That's part of, <laughs> part of what we do. <laughs> yeah, say hey, I, I'm going to need this soon. Come on, get it, get it to me, and, yeah, and do exactly. that. Exactly. Let's go. Let's roll, people. Yeah, you said. Uh, uh, St. John's River was, uh, I believe that's one you said that you, you like, you've done well there before. Are there any other yeah. uh, tournaments on the schedule that you're excited about? I know all of them, but is there something that you just feel like a little, it's a little more special than others? Um, you know, so the last time we went to Lake Fork, I didn't have a great tournament. I really would like some redemption there. I've had, uh, I've had top tens there in the past, yeah. uh, but my last couple trips have not been top tens they've been less than desirable and and i want to get back to having one of those really strong events especially the second term of the year uh i mean toledo bend is a place where i've i've done well i don't know that i've had a top 10 at toledo bend but i've had um i don't know i'd say the majority of the time that i've been there and i don't care what tournament it's been or what time of year i've been in the money uh that that is a lake that i seem to be able to catch good fish with um so I want, I'd like to continue that streak and have two good uh, Texas, uh, Louisiana and Texas tournaments to uh, to start the year off. I think those would be those would be really good. And then as far as northern later in the year, we go back back up to Champlain and the St. Lawrence River. St. Lawrence River finished twenty sixth last year, pretty decent event. I'd like to like to build on that. I feel like things are starting to click a little bit for me uh, within the smallmouth up there, and and I really want some redemption because I totally had an awful event. At Champlain, I can't even describe uh, how much that tournament disappointed me last year. So I really like some redemption on Champlain. It's a place I've done well in the past, but last year was not one of those years. 
Well, we're looking forward to watching you and seeing how you progress and uh, appreciate having you on. And um, I know it won't be the last time uh, I have you on and wish you all the success in the 24, 24 season. Looking forward to following you there. And uh, uh, we'll talk to you later, John. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Dave. If anybody wants to follow me, I do. I, I call it the big four of the social media. I do Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. I uh, put out you know, basically weekly videos on YouTube and then uh, multiple times a week on the other three channels. I try to entertain and educate, and that's my that's my goal with the uh, with the social media. I don't try to overload people with, uh, with too much stuff. Uh, so I try to keep it concise and informative and, and educational and fun and, and uh, so that people can follow me there at any of those four places if they'd like to. Excellent. I'm sure they will. Thank you very much, John. That was John Cruz. I am Dave Kranz. This is the We Fish ASA podcast. I would like to thank my sponsors this week, Calcutta, an outdoor company that builds gear and apparel for those with a passion for the outdoors. St. Croix, the best rods on earth. And Daiwa, they've got your bass covered. Thanks again to Jesse Simpkins for telling us about the rods they made to help veterans. Appreciate that, Jesse. Mike Leonard, always appreciate a legislative update from you from the American Sport Fishing Association. Good stuff. And you just heard from John Cruz. Thank you, John, for an update on what's going on with missile baits, the Bassmaster Elise that you're fishing, and everything you do for our industry. I'm looking forward to bringing you another episode of the We Fish ASA podcast next week. Until then, please take someone fishing to help grow our sport. I'm professional angler Kevin Van Dam, and people always ask me, what's the best and easiest way to catch fish? Well, that's simple. Keep our waterways clean and free of litter. You know, tossing your worn out lures in the lake is not a winning move. Pitch them in the trash. Do your part and join me. Visit keepamericafishing.org and pledge to pitch it.